If you need a new roof or a repair, Easton Roofing will take care of you. Estimates are always free and suggestions are built on integrity. Visit EastonRoofing.com for more information. Get back to business faster with Easton Roofing. Easton Roofing. Integrity matters. You are now in the pocket with Covell Hudson. Thank you for joining us in the pocket. It's a nice, cozy pocket. I think we've discussed that in nauseam. We have Thai Food Panda here, co-host to the left. All right, all right. We have Kyle Collier on the ones and twos. <laughs> and today is Monday, March 27th, a warm but cold day. You know, would you agree? It's, it's like drinking a Sunny D. You know, you never, you drink it, it can be in the freezer, and it always tastes a little warm, and you can't decide, is this refreshing, or is California weather right now, for sure. (laughs) Yeah, 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 you know, um, but yeah, Sunny D, stop drinking it, it's just a sugar-based drink, let's be adults here. Okay, but today, we are going to have a great show. First, we'll talk about the great run that the K-State Wildcats went on. The elite. The K-State Wildcats went on an elite run. And we'll discuss them, their run. We'll discuss their head coach going to the uh, to the winning locker room to give a speech or a talk or hey, I, I don't I don't know exactly. Um, we will also do a top five countdown for the saddest moments in Chiefs history. Um, we have a couple, yeah, we have a couple, and then we're gonna play a fun game. Our fun game is valued opinions, and today we're gonna choose baseball teams that we're gonna be managing. And the team that I chose is going to be Kyle and Ty's team because just like the other valued opinions we've done, my team is usually the winning one. And, you know, like, yeah. And, you know, like I've done a poll. Me and me voted in the poll. So I I, I, I put myself Are in you the, the sole voter? I'm the sole voter, <laughs> oh. yes. So, like, hey, you don't take, say. take those so results. Team, okay. That sounds yeah. statistical, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what do you want your stats to say? Well, what I'm saying is you can you can take the results of my polls or not. I'm just saying those the polls are the polls, all right? All right? It's not rigged here. We'll get how, We'll get to how you got to those polls, too. To your team being, you know, Nobody said also we had to do good. All Nobody said we had to do all that. Okay, <laughs> and Covell. Before we continue, I'd just like to announce to our listeners we've got a uh, we've got a Twitter account now. Uh, if you want to follow the show on Twitter, connect with us. We are online. Engage with the show. Go to at in the pocket fifteen ten on Twitter. We're going to post some polls and you know get some real votes. Unlike the Covell's poll that just has one vote. Well, I think he just ruined the plug of our new Twitter. <laughs> I think, no, no, like, um, but yes, we can get a poll from from you, from you at home, from you sitting, driving your car. We'll put it in park, you know. But, you, you, yeah, we, you know, we're going to be tweeting. We're in the Twitter-sverse now. Is that yeah, the right way know, to say man. it? Is that, does anybody they, say they, that? They, 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 well, you just said it. Hey. Add add it to the dictionary. Why not? Bootylicious is in there. <laughs> Just add, add to it. That's probably in the urban dictionary. I don't know about the dictionary dictionary. Yeah. Bootylicious? Yes. Well, you know. Learn something new every day, huh? You learn something new so every now, day. Uh, what did you say? Twitterlicious? What, what did you say? <laughs> Twitter's fear? 
I said a few things Twitter's there. verse. Twitter's I said a few things there the, that the, I don't the remember. The Twitter's verse might be that might be added to the dictionary. All right, buddy. Okay. I like to make up words. I like to add L-Y at the end of words and sometimes just a Y. And, you know, we all just got to accept that. All right. That's that's how we're going to. Okay. All right. So we're going to get into the Kansas State run. And, you know, in the Big 12, well, during the season, Ty was high on K-State. I'm going to always be high on K-State, baby. Okay. The same way we are now because things are legal. I mean, not me specifically, but us as a state. But, so, so yeah, Ty was high on them during the season. They had an up-and-down season. They beat teams they were supposed to beat. They got beat by teams that shouldn't have beat them. Sounds like our Chiefs. Yeah. Oh, okay. In the past. In the yes, past. Yes, in the past. So, their record was 26-10. and 10. We'd call it a – I'd call it a Cinderella season. They had a Cinderella tournament appearance. Ty – Said they had an elite year. Hey, listen. Which is offensive to all things that are elite. It's not offensive. Kyle, now you know. What do they call the remaining eight of the tournament? I think they the semifinals. <laughs> exactly. Oh, why technical. would I ask the elite eight? Why would I ask the elite eight? My fault. Yeah, why my would fault. I ask the elite eight? You got? It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> you can You guys want to throw shade any any which way or direction you can. I get it. Even when you're on your back. <laughs> but listen, they're the they was elite. They went to the elite eight. And no, in the tournament they played an elite brand of basketball. But I would not call the team in whole an elite team, and that's not disrespecting Tang and the boys. They okay. Listen, look at look at the Chiefs season when we was coming back our first Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not our first one, but our our first one in the Patrick Mahomes era. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, we kept coming back, right? Yeah. We kept coming back. So were we elite? Yeah, because we ended up winning a championship. But even if we didn't, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying, we would still be considered very elite, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. why wouldn't the K-State – wow, 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 cops. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Why wouldn't they be elite? They made it to the Elite Eight. Well, okay, they and had they, an and they had a they had an overtime game. They had a game where they just balled out. They mm-hmm. had an overtime game. So they had all the all the, the recipe of you know being elite. Yeah, and I will say what I will call elite is the run. Marquise yes. Noel's run, that's an elite run. He set records. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, he got some individual accolades. And and you know what, speaking of accolades, that's a great lead in to this because I have actually too many stats and numbers here, but I'm going to get some of them out. Oh, All right. Well, and I'm going to quote this run. Oh, you know, oh, he, oh, he, he broke oh. a lot of records. He made a lot of, you know, like, yeah, he was one of the most dynamic players. And when they were playing Michigan State, I guess uh, they, they didn't say the names, but they said a few players started to get mouthy with Noel. And his quote was, I'm the wrong guy to talk to. And then he balled out the rest of the game and then the next few few games. So that's my quote of this. But, okay, so the K-State had an up-and-down season. It was more ups than downs. I'll give you that. But they ended the season with a loss to West Virginia, 81-89. to 89. Then they lost in the Big 12 tourney, 67-80. to 80. And the reason they 
the reason K-State lost to TCU is because TCU's plan was to stop Noel. And they, they for the most part, they did. 11 points, 5 assists, 3 rebounds. Not a bad game, but if he's not getting off, then the then K-State doesn't have a chance. Would you, you? You, are, you are terrible with names. You keep calling them Noel, right? It's Noel. Marquise it's, Noel. It's, it's Marquise. It's Marquise. Mar- Noel. That's right, right? Yeah, that's right. All right. Say, I thought say, it was right. Say, What's wrong say with the, Noel? Yeah. Say the whole name. Say well, his, see, I was saying Noel the, because I didn't want to say Marquise or Marquise. I, I, I need you Is to it Marquise some, or Marquise? Marquise. Marquise. He played you, good enough for me to learn his name. Yeah. That's oh, my criteria. Okay. Yeah. Marquise Noel. Okay. All right. But, yeah, I got his name right. His last name, right? All right. So in the turn in the NCAA tournament, first round, they won. They beat Montana State seventy-seven to sixty-five. He had seventeen points, fourteen assists, six rebounds. Second round, they won seventy-five sixty-nine against Kentucky, twenty-seven points, nine assists, two rebounds. Third round, they won ninety-eight to ninety-three to Michigan State. He had twenty points, nineteen assists, and three rebounds. Mm. And then in the Elite Eight, the loss. 79 to 76 to Florida Atlantic, and he had 30 points, 12 assists, and three rebounds. You know, he played real good, but he was inefficient. But that was the game plan. You saw when they were playing against him, they were leaving him kind of open. So he shot more than he usually would. So he turned into Jalen Wilson. Wilson almost. He was uh, 8 of 21. That's 13 missed shots. And, you know, they had that seven foot one center. I forgot his name. You think he can be an NBA number two? He can be an NBA. He's on our team, and this isn't me. Oh. This isn't me. No, I'm. I'm saying we're talking about Marquise. I'm talking about Marquise. I don't think. I don't think there's going to be a lot of teams that want him to be their number two, or you I know, think he would be the shortest player in the NBA. He'd be he, the shortest he, player in the he, NBA. He's he's five eight, and like, I, they're not man. doing. They're not listing him as you know five ten. He's listed as five eight. No, he's a little fella. Yeah. But <laughs> but no, he's a baller and I like if I had a role in the NBA, I'd give him a chance. I'd try to, you know, put him with everybody like he'd be five eight and everybody else would be six five and up. That's how we neutralize that. You know, like but Muggsy Bowes, he started. Well, see the fact that I that know was thirty years ago. There it is. I was gonna say that's how you know it's a long shot because the guy you brought up <laughs> came out. B.J. Armstrong, you know, so you got that was a little good guys. Seventeen years ago, but I'm just saying, you got little guys. in And there. Isaiah Thomas wouldn't have been in the league if his if he didn't have the same name as a Hall of Famer. Oh come on, <laughs> he, oh, been Isaiah God. Thomas made an All Star team. He was a he was well, a bad boy because everybody thought he, he was he Isaiah Thomas. I, Isaiah Thomas is the the second. <laughs> I was below the belt. I didn't oh like that. I didn't God. care for that. Hey, you know what? It's terrible. You know what? I'm not a I, Pistons fan at all because I'm a. Bulls I say what's fan. right. I only say what's right. Oh, I only okay. say what's factual. Oh, little fella. <laughs> oh, little fella. Oh. Okay, look, my, 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 my brother plays college ball. He plays for UCM, and he's 5'11". In that league, he's a little fella. You know I, I what I'm saying? He plays big. But but, but, but the way you, you be – I didn't you put say it like – No, you put I it say, in I didn't the put context. No on it. You put it in the context as though – remember when we talked about the Mayweather and, and you fighting Mayweather, you was like, hey – He's a, He's little, a little guy. Like you see Mike Tyson going to the gym, you're like, oh, he about to go put in some work. 
But when you see Mayweather, you're like, oh, that's cute. Look so, at him staying out of trouble. Is that what you said about Noel, too? Say, hey, see, him with the ball, we, oh, that's cute that what, he made the team. What you're doing now is putting words in my mouth and thoughts <laughs> in my head. No, and, and words you put. <laughs> that's not the narrative that I'm saying. Okay. okay. <laughs> Am not, I leading the witness? Yeah. Uh, I'm leading. What, what, what I'm saying is. In the terms of just like my competitor, I mean my um, competent bums. It's not the way I see him. The way the league is going to see Noel is, yeah, he's too small. Yeah, he's G League candidate. G League candidate. Right? Yep. Let's send him to Shanghai to play for the. <laughs> or the uh, he's going to go overseas and make a killing. Yeah, yeah. Or, oh, he's going to be Stephon Marbury, huh? Or, but look, every, not everybody can make that transition. From I wanted to be in the league, now I have to play in Saskatchewan. Or something, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, like all your, your food options are in another language. You're by yourself. You used to be in the, that guy. And then you go over there and they like put you to the end of the bench. Stupid American. You know, I don't know how it works over there. I'd, uh, I'd make uh, that uh, sacrifice if I, you know, getting six figures. But the uh, thing is, yeah. no. But I'd just, order my mac and cheese just in Chinese. Not, not everybody can be Pat Beverly. True, yeah. Not everybody can deal with the isolation. Even Ishmael Wainwright. Well, he plays for the Suns now. He played for Baylor. Then he went overseas for a few seasons, and then he got a shot. Not everybody's built to be able to but deal with that. Noel Even does. Over, uh, I, I feel like he is. No, we no, we see how he is in the States. We, we haven't seen him. You know, no, he's like, a dog. He's, he'll I, no, he'll I go agree. overseas and dominate. So, yeah, he'll be a king over there. He'll be a king. But that's what we thought about Marcus Denham. He'll be a king over there. That's what we thought about Marcus Denham, and it didn't really happen. No disrespect to Mar- Marcus Denham. This is it's a grind that is designed for everybody not to be able to make. How, how do you say? Just like Marcus Denham did say, no disrespect. <laughs> well, no, well, because no direct disrespect. Be, because no, nope, not purposely, but it is what it is. Because things that I say can get misconstrued, and it does often, especially when you have a co-host that oh, always that. wants to. I'm here to do that. Okay, <laughs> we're gonna. I, I want to ask you guys about uh, Tang in the opposing team's locker room. Have oh. you guys heard this audio? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have it? I do. You, would you like to hear it? I can play. You got it for a professional you. back here. Yes, yeah, yes, he, I do. he's the man toughness your togetherness your ability to make plays for each other right like the way you communicate with each other there's no, nobody can beat y'all right nobody can so just stay together don't get distracted between now and then all right stay locked in keep doing what you're doing y'all the toughest son of a guns we played all year long uh just proud of y'all be rooting Appreciate for you that audio courtesy of bleacher report but what do you guys think about that okay so what i think this is what we're gonna do quick game we got to do it quick or whatever but okay my first thought I want everybody to think of your first thought when you hear that, see that. Let's start with you, Kai. What's your first thought? My first thought is, it, it, yeah, it's a little cheesy, mm-hmm. but Tang's cheesiness has been working all year. Okay, fair enough. He, I mean, he built this program in less than a year, basically, and made an Elite Eight title, uh, final uh, tournament run. Excuse me. Okay. And- so it is cheesy, but he comes off as very real to me. Okay. Ty, what do you think? Don't like it. You don't like it? Um um uh look, we we made it to the Elite Eight, we had this magnificent run, you know, and you go they don't need you right now. I need you. <laughs> I got tears You're in my eyes. You're speaking of the K State locker room. Yes, okay. I need you right now. I don't want you coming back to the locker room 
with champagne on your shirt. <laughs> I want uh, uh, hold me, <laughs> hold me, man. I need you right now. Like, hey, what's that on your shoulder, coach? It's just like think about it. Is that confetti? Go, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> that looks like confetti on your shoulder. Yeah, that, that's not our team colors. <laughs> Why are you sticky? Just think. Yeah, you, is there goggles in your pocket? <laughs> Why is so, your shirt all wet? So the thing is, if you get beat up by your bully, right? Yeah. You get and your dad goes to the bully's <laughs> house and say, "Son, the right hook that you gave my boy <laughs> was amazing. No one can beat you." That shoulder dip. Yeah, that shoulder dip, son. I've was, never seen it. Was amazing. You're no, tough, I don't want to hear that. I, toughest son of a gun my dad, son ever fought. I need you holding me right now. <laughs> I need you to put the steak on my eye. You know, put the peas on my eye, Dad. <laughs> what are you doing over there having dinner with them? <laughs> so okay, yeah, it's like in the boxing ring. It's like Tang went over to the other corner, started stitching up the enemy. Yeah, yeah. Facts. and saying like, "Hey, I knew you could get him." <laughs> so, so like, okay, He's so a that sucker for a left. <laughs> <laughs> so Kyle's thought is, all right, it's kind of cheesy, but he thought it came off as genuine. And Ty said he doesn't like it. Can you console not, us? Not at all. You yeah. know, yeah. The, the wounds are still fresh. And and my first thoughts of when I saw that, boy, that's an ambitious fella. <laughs> I was thinking, what is Kentucky? Is the Kentucky job open? Calipari, he's looking yeah. for the next. He's he's campaigning for the next job. Yeah, like like because he's a smart guy, and a lot of these guys, a lot of these coaches, they wouldn't be where they are if they weren't politicians, if they weren't able to. Know that you got a what is it? What's the saying? Kiss babies. He he made he what's made. The, hold on, what's something. the kiss babies and you know the politician terms? Shake kiss hands, babies and kiss babies. Shake hands and kiss babies. You know I, I don't, that sounds weird, but yes, like a lot of head coaches. No, all head coaches have to know how to do the PR game. You know the public relations game and the you know try to get their personality out there. And like he knew the cameras were going to be there. He knew everybody in Florida Atlantic was so going to be. You're saying there's a hidden motive behind it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? And it can be two things can be right. I think it was genuine. You know, like I've played, I've coached games, and afterward I've talked to, you know, like the players and say, hey, you did a good job here. Or, hey, our game plan was this to make sure you didn't do this. But it was long after we processed the win or loss. It was long after I talked to my team, talked to parents, did whatever. And then as they're leaving or something, I'm like, hey, young fella. I'm getting old now. So, but hey, hey, young fella. Hey, young blood. You, you know, like, hey, let me let me tell you this or tell you that. But it wasn't like right after and in front of everybody to see me giving some, yeah, yeah. some speech. And, you know, like, because – the way I look at it is they didn't – yeah, they didn't need anybody. He could have passed that on to it, to the other coach and just say, hey, let the yeah, guys send him know a text. you guys are No, no, no. Something better. Could have been a tweet. <laughs> yeah, it could have been he, a tweet. He could have tweeted the whole – or, you know, the, the their account. That's what he could have done. Coming from coaching myself, those are conversations that you have right there as you're passing. And, you know, you give the other coach the shake and, you, you know, mm-hmm. you – whisper in his ear, mm-hmm. this, that, and the other. But it's not for you to leave me in my time of need. <laughs> you going to leave me while I'm dealing with this? Coach, where you going? Why, why is the bathroom window open? <laughs> <laughs> I thought Coach came in here. Yeah. C- coach, come back. Coach Tane, where you at? We hurting. I know I shouldn't have dribbled that ball.
but but the press came fast. <laughs> the press came fast. And all right, and we'll we'll segue from that <laughs> into the three reasons why I believe they lost. We're gonna wrap it up pretty quick this segment. Oh, um <laughs> the reason they lost this last game is Florida Atlantic led you know, it was rebounding. Florida Atlantic ran uh, over can't talk. That was the first one today though. Um forty four rebounds to twenty two. So that, you know, yeah, it's like they had a whole bunch of Marquise Noels out there. Oh my or god. <laughs> okay. Keontae Johnson was in foul trouble. But he's always in foul trouble. That's and, not nothing. No. And he's always trying to shoot that mid range when he's guarded. Like if he was playing two K with that jump shot, it would be yeah. like red and vibrating. Yeah. Towards the end of the second half, you know, there was a play. He bodied a guy inside, laid it up, and then the next possession he's Shoots a turnaround from like fifteen feet. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, but yeah, but yeah. like you that, look you look at a lot of their losses. He's doing a lot of that. He, he doesn't a, stick to what works. No, it's no. like if I if I feel like I got a mismatch where if I bodied you once, I can body you twice, and so on. Yeah, you know, it's it's hey, it's me in the post every time. <laughs> every time we go yeah. down, what's the put? It's me in the post. This guy can't hold me. Yeah. Or he's going to foul me and he's going to be sitting on the bench. Yeah. So. So, 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 yeah, Keontae Johnson, when you have to depend on a guy that's kind of, you know, gets in foul trouble and when he gets cold, he can get cold. So, you know, that's tough ice, d- depending ice, on that guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> ish. Okay. The main reason, you know, like not the main reason because they, other reasons they could have lost. But when Marquise Noel had the ball at the end of the game. Marquise. When Marquise, Put some respect on his name. When Marquise. Put some respect on Whoa, did my voice crack? When Marquise Noel Three was Ks. dribbling the ball at the end of the game, he had the right idea by passing it. Because, you know, like, he's not Dame Lillard. He's not Curry. So he's not going to do three dribbles, drop step. I mean, not drop step, uh, step back three. So he was trying to pass, what's his name? Ismail Masood. Yeah, and he can shoot. Well, but that wasn't his job in that moment. We discussed roles. I think it might have been because no. that was Noel. That was his first option. No, Pass this, the ball to the shooter. Well, no, like like this but is coaching one on one. Passing to the shooter, you still put it right back up. Here is the my coaching point on this, and if we're spending too much time on it. But yeah, this is. Um, he was dribbling the ball as a big guy, Masood Masad. Wow, I wish I knew how to say his name. It's Masood. You got it. All right, Masood. Like, in that situation, the guy that's been cooking all night, the guy that we've been on, we've been riding his back, we've been riding his 5'8 shoulders this whole trip. <laughs> in this situation, when he passes you the ball, it's because they're trapping him, trying to keep him from shooting the ball. So they passed him the ball. And you can hear this being yelled from gyms from second grade all the way to high school to college, even in the league. When you catch the ball and you're over 6'5", don't put the ball on the ground. When there's a trap, when they're reaching, and you're not a dribbler, don't dribble the ball. You have to catch it here, have chest it in your chest, chest, have it in your chest, and you have to drop step, you have to pump fake, and you have to pass that back. Because what happened was when he passed that ball to him, the defenders went over there and started reaching. But if he didn't lose his cool and lose his fundamentals, he could have caught it, been strong with the ball, rip, give it right back, and then we at least have an attempt. That's what I wanted. That's what was sad Maybe to me. A, I wanted the attempt 
of the three-point shot, not to end on a little tie-up weird thingy. Yeah, it's been Noel's tournament. I wanted to see him take that shot. Yeah, so, so like, but, but look, and this is what I, what I tell my brother. This is what I tell any lead guard, any lead player is it's not his fault. It's not Masood's fault. It's your fault for putting him in that situation. You you put you exposed him in that situation. <laughs> you made him. He, he got nervous and tried to think. And he tried to think. And, and like, and not even no disrespect to Masood. I guess I have to I give those prefaces. Yeah, <laughs> no, I don't <laughs> think he was trying to be a hero. He was like, all right, come on. He was watching like we were watching. He was like, come on, Noel. Let me see you put it up. Let's let's go into overtime. Then the ball came to yeah, him yeah. and he caught it. He was what like, are you doing? "Oh Lord, oh Lord!" And then he was like, "Oh yeah, bap bap, it game over." So, yeah, great season. In the hole, it wasn't elite, but it was very very good. It's elite for a coach's first year in a program. Yeah, Jerome yeah, Tang was, put together good. one hell of a season. Yes. He did. Yes, nope, did anybody and, tie? And what a five Did you, did you think Kansas State was going to make the tournament this year? When they hired no. Jerome Tang? No, I did no. not. I mean, they had two uh, players, they had like two players like, on the roster. I was expecting. I was Mizzou. like, I have my, my fingers crossed. Are we going to get an invite? So, uh, almost <laughs> like, like like it's a letter to a wedding or something. So, Are we going to get an invite? <laughs> so you were to the K-State how Kyle is to the Royals. So oh, basically like, here we go. come on, we're going to be good. We're going to be good. Well, no, I didn't have I didn't have those high hopes for him. I was just like. As a fan, you're like, I don't know this guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. From Adam's house cat. And it's like, okay, we might going to get an invite. They might say, hey, guys, we got an extra invitation. Did you guys want to come? And his, <laughs> his his name rhymes with saying, so I don't know what that means, but that's a thing. But we're going right. to go on break, and when we come back, we're going to discuss the Royals, and then we're going to do the top five saddest moments in Chiefs history. When we're back. How's it going out there? You are listening to 94.5 FM and 1510 AM ESPN Kansas City. This is me, Coville Hudson, Typhoo Panda. And Kyle Collier. Oh, we I I would said your name while you were saying your name. You can you wanna No, say go ahead. No, you go ahead and say no, it. No, I was rocking to the music and okay. I, I got in the trance. All right, well you probably say your name better than I say your name. Let, let me let's hear it. It's Typhoon Panda. There it is. Nope, I say it better. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we are going to discuss our beloved Chiefs. Beloved. Ooh, beloved. This hurts. This is Well, but but we're gonna we're gonna start with the good. Because that's the only way we can do this without, you know, drawing anybody to tears, maybe, you know, or or at least feeling. I don't want nobody having an attitude at home, you know. So 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 we're gonna start it with talking about the good. What is this? We we just ended this year with the win, a win in the Super Bowl. We have the best quarterback in the league. We have the best tight end in the league. We have the best head coach in the league. We have the best stadium in the league. We have the best-looking fan with the last name of Hudson in the league. So so there's a lot of things that the Chiefs Man. have to be proud of and be happy about, you know? <laughs> like, like, yeah. You're on a vein. I mean, <laughs> a vein, excuse me. 
Van or Vane? Van or Vane. <laughs> well, yeah, you He's are. on a roll today. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, crowning I, himself. Have yeah, I crowned myself so. a lot today? Yeah. yeah. Well, people out there, let me tell you this. This is a PSA. You crown yourself because other people won't do it. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> that's a good point. Yourself, eh? <laughs> I wish I had a, like, that music that you kicked on when I did the P. Okay. So we have a lot of things going good for the Chiefs. We've been in the Andy Reid era. We 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 are able to walk with our chest poked out. You know what I mean. We're able to have some posture in our back. We're able to be teed off out of town when you don't see Chiefs gear in sports uh, clothing stores or something. You're like, hey, why ain't you got Chiefs gear? You know you should have. Yeah, yeah. We <laughs> we have we're able to do it. It gives us brownie points. We're able yeah. to say, like Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. What we're able to say is, who's your team? Excuse me. Yeah. Who do you? Oh, Indianapolis, huh? <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Patriots? <laughs> All right. That's so last decade, you know? Yeah. Yeah. How's Mac Jones going? How's yeah. Mac yeah. Jones? What was his nickname? The Prince <laughs> that comes? The Prince that? The oh, Prince that? Something like that. He was supposed to be the comeback. He was supposed to bring the. Mac Jones was supposed to be. Uh, yeah, you know. He's young Brady. We have a lot of Raiders fans here, Chargers fans. Nah, we have a few Chargers fans. There's, I've never met a Chargers yeah, fan. Yeah, there's no Chargers fans anywhere. Never but met one. We have Raiders fans and we have Broncos fans, and they're usually pretty vocal. So with the Chiefs winning and dominating the AFC West, we're able to, once again, dismiss anything. <laughs> you know? We're able to, when somebody says, hey, we did this, <laughs> that's, that's not going to work. What have you done lately? <laughs> yeah, you know, we can... I wish I could do the Denzel Washington, you know, like like his voice. But I say all that to say we're going to discuss, we're going to do Covell's top five saddest moments in Chiefs history. You got some honorable mentions in there, don't you? We do have some honorable mentions. All right, all right. We do have some honorable mentions. What I will do is I will go through the list from five to one. We are now at the Chiefs repass. <laughs> Well, before we were born again. Yeah, yeah before. before. So I'm going to start. I'm going to go from five to one, and then I'm going to give the honorable mentions, and then I'm going to tell you why these All were right. the saddest moments in Chiefs history. Let's get it. Okay. So number five on the list is the 1993 blowout. That was a rough one. Kyle, you were probably two and a half or something like that. <laughs> um, What year? Sorry. Say that again. 1993. I was born in 98. Okay. Oh, wow. Yep. You wouldn't even thought of. You yep. were not going to say where you were. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to say where you not were. Nowhere so, in existence. Okay. So, number five was a 1993 <laughs> blowout. Number four is the playoff <laughs> loss with no opposing touchdowns. Pittsburgh Steelers. Yep. Mm. Number three is the Andrew Luck comeback. The Colts. Oh, boy. Number two is the Lynn Elliott game. Somebody's homeless because of the Lynn Elliott game. For sure, a few people. And, and the and the Andrew Luck one. That that one is somebody's somebody's homeless because of that. Yes. So we had the Lynn Elliott game at two. A lot of people have that one, but I have that two. The number one is the D Ford offside. Oh, I didn't think it was going to crown the Lynn Elliott game. You said what? I didn't think oh, for sure. I didn't think it was going to take the top spot. Wow. Well, you know what? I didn't. I didn't think so at first either. But because I'm diligent. Well, you said uh, you guys said I pat myself on the back too much today. So, well, because I got pretty good notes here, I have explanations why they are in the places that they're. Okay, in. let's go. And so that's the top five: 1993 blowout, 
Number four is the playoff loss with no opposing touchdowns with the Steelers. Number three is the Andrew Luck comeback. Two is the Lynn Elliott game. And number one is the D Ford offsides game. So the honorable mention, it was, a, it was, wow, we've, as Chiefs fans, we've been through a lot, <laughs> let me tell you. But in honorable mention, I had the Trent Green hit. Mm, everybody, that, yeah. yeah, everybody kind of saw the atmosphere, the energy leave the stadium. Like me and my family, we were coming back from Cincinnati. We were in Cincinnati. We stopped at a bar. We saw the hit. We left quietly. <laughs> you know, went 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 on the road. The Cornell era, the Romeo Cornell era. It was sadness that was embroiled with confusion, bad contracts, bad team chemistry, and a murder and some death. Yeah. We're yeah. just gonna put it so that 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 should have made the list, but I'm going with actual game moments. They could have though. Um, Gerback over Gannon. That's a sad moment. That was disgusting. It was disgusting. That's when we. That's me as a kid. That was. That's me as a kid. Me as a. Um, when teenager. I was a kid. Me as a teenager. You say what? Me as a teenager. When I was a kid, I I learned the business because I was like, so why isn't Gannon playing? He's been he, he was winning those games. Why isn't he? And they were like, well, Gerback is getting all this money. He's he's the starter and he can't lose his position. Yes. After that is the Herman Edwards era. You play to win the game. I wish we had that. Like he came here and he coached like he wanted to be in Cancun. Like he didn't do a lot of winning. That was a sad it, time. It's like I don't know. I think it was a power thing for him. Cause think about it, he can He's like, these are the guys that you guys been watching. I didn't do nothing. No, you was bought here to do something. No, do we, it. We all thought he was like good, <laughs> and he was going to change things around. <clears throat> he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's the honorable mention. What do you guys? Before I go into my reasoning, what do you guys think about my? Uh, I think my that's list? fair. I, I think that's fair. Uh, with. The Elliot, I think it's fair how you place him. I really do. I, okay, I gotta agree with you on this one. Okay, what do you think, Kyle? So, I definitely okay. I agree. Um, the only thing that makes the D Ford one not as sad to me is I, I remember watching that game, and obviously I was, you know, I was I was in my emotions when that <laughs> penalty. Yeah, yeah, when I saw that penalty flag fly by. Yeah. Um, but you know, after we lost that game. I felt I still felt good because I mean, we, that was like our first. Uh, that was like our first, uh, you know, taste time seeing Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, you know, as an elite player, we're like, wow, we have an elite player. It's going to be true. good, right? That's true, and I felt the same way. But when I go through this list, it'll be is a theme, and that when that happened, it felt like that theme, and the theme is same old Chiefs. Yeah, we yeah. find a different way to lose. Like Ivan said after that game, who else could lose that game but the Kansas City Chiefs? So as I go through this list, it's going to see that it's going. You're going to hear that theme very, very often in this. Okay, so um, thank you guys for saying that my list was perfect. I appreciate it. You know, I think yeah. it was. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All <laughs> Chiefs fans. You know. <laughs> okay. All right, so 95, the 1993 blowout. That's when we were playing the – I have every information but exactly who we were playing. That's annoying. So 
we were 11 and 5. We won the division, the division for the first time since 71. And if you're a true Chiefs fan, you know for the 70s and 80s, we were pretty weak. We were pretty rough, right? Um, in the two playoff games, we won by a combined 11 points. And then we ended up losing 30 to 13. The offense just didn't show up. So, we, yeah, we were expecting a win. We were expecting a, a Super Bowl berth. But we ended up losing that game. We didn't even show up for that game. So you left that game in 93 feeling like it's the same old Chiefs. You get And you get no respect, man. I was in the military at that time. And I'm like, yeah, Kansas City, Kansas City. They're like, what, what, what do you guys have? Yeah, <laughs> we have nothing. We have barbecue. Um, number four, I have the playoff loss with no opposing touchdowns. And that was the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, and this was in 2016. So, the Chiefs were 12-4. and four. We won the AFC West title, and we had a first-round bye. This was the Alex Smith era, the new Andy Reid era. So, you know, we were feeling good. We were feeling good, and we had two. Alex Smith scored two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. He drove us two touchdowns. But we ended up losing that game 18-16. to 16. Boswell, the kicker for the Steelers, had a record six field goals. Six field goals. Yep. And that was, do you remember watching that one? I do. It was painful. You remember watching that one time? It, 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 was, it was painful. But you leave that game, based on the history of the 70s and the 80s, same old Chiefs. Yeah. Same old Chiefs. And that game, that's I think that is the game that, that's where Andy Reid, Brett Veach, or John Dorsey was there at the time. But that's when they said, we got to get a quarterback. Yep. Right. That that was it. Because how do you lose a – we need somebody that can – They like – A quarterback. Roethlisberger was. wasn't even a, a burner then. He wasn't even playing great. He couldn't even get a touchdown. Yeah, and that we is couldn't the be game there. that we couldn't stop. We could – they was riding his back. They couldn't take him. They couldn't get a sack. They couldn't they, – I'm like, are, are, what are you doing? Yeah, I do remember yeah. the game now. R- really? And, I, and correct me if I'm wrong, isn't that the year that – the Chiefs could not throw a touchdown to a wide receiver. Yeah, it was, yeah. There was like a streak of like yeah. twenty something, thirty something games. Yeah, and it included but I that think year. all yeah. year. They were, yeah, and there was no touchdown. Wow, what a time to be alive. Okay, Dang, <laughs> so man. the third one on the list is the Andrew Luck comeback. We went from worst to first. We Ooh, went from two and fourteen to eleven and five. We yeah. went from Romeo Cornell to Andy Reid. So we felt the difference immediately. Thank you, Andy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Up until that third quarter, we led 38-10. to 10. You know, like, I remember watching that game. There was a Broncos fans there. You know, like, my chest was poked out, so we're about to get our first win. And the, the Colts outscored us 35-6. to six. Luck had three touchdowns, and he had that pick, picked-up fumble picked that turned into a touchdown. Picked it up like it was a loaf of bread. T.Y. Hilton scored a 61-yard touchdown pass, and we lost 45-44. to Can we stop, man? Same old same old Chiefs. Can we stop? I feel like you just keep digging. No, me. no. They're, hey, we yeah, we said we're doing it, so I had to dig in. You're right, you're right. It's one of those things where it just feels like we, we sit here. It's like, remember all the heartbreak in your life? <laughs> remember all the things that made you there's just a payoff at the end of this cry. List. There's, there's a, a payoff, there's a payoff for sure for sure 
So, all right, number two on the list is the Lynn Elliott game. Lynn Elliott missed. No, we, the Chiefs went 13-3. and three. We were the number one seed. The only touchdown in that game was from Steve Bono to Lake Dawson for a 20-yard touchdown. Elliott missed three field goals under 42 yards. So, and who was the quarterback? Rich Gannon replaced Steve Bono and led the team down to the 25. And with 42 seconds left, they gave it to Lynn Elliott. He can at least tie the game up and go into overtime. He shanked that one. And that team was good enough to win a championship, but we but we never but we we never got to see it. Point shaving at his finest, I think. But you hear him talk, you hear his life after. He didn't get like a he didn't buy a yacht after that game. Uh, because he his wife betted on the, <laughs> on the game. She didn't know that he was supposed to to shank the kick. She took the way under. And he was like, yeah. So he's like, he gets home and he's like, hey, honey, we're rich. We're rich. She said, no, we ain't. You missed the kick. He said, what are you talking about? I bet everything on it. So, so yeah, I have that number two because I don't, but, and like, I have that number two because we still had to win two more games after that. And, you know, with us being the same old Chiefs at that time, we didn't, you know, yeah, we don't know what could have happened. It was almost expected. Yeah, well, we could have won that game and then lost that game or that next game. So that's why having this number two, not immediately in. And to be fair, I blame Schottenheimer more for that loss because we had the number one rush offense that year, and the Colts had the worst rush offense. He never does the same thing to get them there, so don't even worry about that. So the last-minute game plan change was to throw the ball. With Steve Bono, and you had Rich Gannon that nobody knew who he was. So I blame that more on Schottenheimer, not Lynn Elliott, but, you know, he was the, the sore of thumb and the, and the thing. And that was in 1995. The number one is the 2018 playoffs with D. Ford. D. Ford offsides. And we could also call it the that phantom roughing the passer call. But Mahomes' first year as a starter, 5,000 yards, 50 touchdowns. He was MVP and offensive player of the year. The Chiefs went 12-4. and four. Three straight division titles. We had Tom Brady at Arrowhead. The Patriots were up 17-7 in the third quarter. Then we started balling out. We scored, we outscored them 24-14 to get it to overtime. And everybody knows. Tom Brady went to bed. He threw a pick. But it didn't count because D4 was offsides. And that play, the reason I have that one number one is because one that one play kept us from the Super Bowl. We going to the ball. We it kept us the from the Super Bowl. I remember picking my daughter up, running around, celebrating, and then I walked back in the room, and you know we saw the we referees saw the yellow discussing flag at the bottom. Yeah, of the, yeah we oh, saw them discussing. That's it. That's heartbreaking. And then yeah. they saw, showed the replay of D. Ford sitting next to Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, man. Uh, they yeah, called me for this, man. He lined up offsides. And we should have had the audio of him coming to the sideline. I was offside? Was I? Was I offside? Yeah, we got him out of Kansas City. But, yeah, that's the top five saddest moments in Chiefs history. The 93 blowout, oh, playoff man. loss to the Steelers, Andrew Luck comeback, Lynn Elliott game, D. Ford offsides, in that order. So, oh. How do you, yeah, it's it's sad. It feels like we just had a funeral in here a little bit. Yeah, uh, it's, it's like we could have at least had three Super Bowls. The payoff is, yeah, we have two Super Bowls. That's the payoff. We, we have we two knew, Super Bowls. We do. Yeah, yeah. We, we seen, had to we go see the that. future. This sad story, but to relive it still kind of hurts. You know. Yes. We yes. love them. <laughs>
Okay, that wraps up the Chiefs' saddest moments. I tried to make that as happy and festive as I could, but yes. When we come back here, we're going to play our fun game, Valued Opinions. Thank you. Bring you back to seventh grade. Mm-hmm. I knew all those words in seventh grade. This is our last hour. You know what I mean. We're going to do our fun segment led by Typhoon Panda. All right. Now, y'all know it's time for Valued Opinion, where it's your opinion. So value it. All right. This week on Valued Opinion, we got managing a World Series baseball team. It can be in any any year. You the manager. It can be, you know, Babe Ruth's Yankees versus the 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 Dodgers. Anything. So, me, I pick the nineteen ninety eight Yankees. Now we got to have three reasons of why our team would beat the other team. Now, I'm taking the nineteen ninety eight Yankees. Uh, we won 114 games that year. Uh, Derek Jeter. And they're the Yankees. You know how hard it is to win over 100 games in baseball, period. That was your third year. Your third reason was we're the Yankees? Yeah. so arrogant. I know, I, I know it's the Yankees. You just said it. I had to throw some, some fandom in there. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Oh, Biggest okay. team in baseball, yeah. I, I got throw you. some fandom in there. I, I, and we and then they won, what, three straight years, 98 to 2000? No, they were never as dominant as they should have been. No, they were a dynasty. What are they you talking were, about? They were killing it. They were crushing it. Okay, yeah. that, I, I, don't, I don't think they won three straight series, though. They didn't do that. They're not, they didn't have Jordan on the team. Uh, two straight, I two think. Straight, two yeah, straight, yeah. Two straight. Ninety-eight and two thousand to two thousand. Yeah, those two years. Ninety-eight. Talk about buying championships. Oh, stop! Oh, God! <laughs> I mean, Cal, who you got? Small market team. Okay. Oh. All right. Well, we know I'm the Royals guy on the show. So guess who I'm going with? The 2015 World Series champion, Kansas City Royals. I'm sorry. The 1991. What? The 2000. No, <laughs> <laughs> Bo Jackson was on that team. Come on. Uh, that 2015 team, here are my three reasons. Mm-hmm. They had the best bullpen in the game. Uh, other teams actually started modeling their bullpens after the Royals. They, had, they were famous for HDH, Greg Holland, uh, Wade Davis, and uh, Kelvin Herrera, all throwing gas up to or near 100 miles an hour. My second reason, the 2015 Royals – they were the ultimate, like, paper-cut-you-to-death team, right? Yes. They didn't have much power, but they kept the line moving base hit. Fundamental baseball. Yeah, exactly. Um, and number three, they're the best. Uh, I think my team that I've chosen as best is uh, they had elite defense. Alex Gordon in left, one of the best left fielders of all time. After uh, the, getting the scored on, that up. like eight points, yeah, they 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 got they had they like some shutdown defense. Yeah. yeah. Lorenzo Kane in center field. You forgot Billy He's, Butler. I'm just I, I can give him. Uh, they got rid of him. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but I think our big sticks really, really out. Just beat the, that Royals team. Those paid for sticks. I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good luck. That oh, Royals so, team had some so pitching. Everybody, get, Cueto, everybody too. get a check. The biggest market to one of the smallest markets. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna meet you guys in the middle. 
Oh, were you done with your? No, go ahead. Okay, I, I okay. get my three. You're okay, right. all right. So my team that I chose is the Seventeen Astros. Huh? Why is that? <laughs> Seventeen Astros. You know, like that team was dominant, man. Yeah, why were they dominant? All right. Why so my that? number one reason for being able to beat you guys, especially oh. your, your your guys' two teams, is um, yeah, they got caught for cheating. They were prolific, not only batting and pitching, but they were prolific in cheating. They had guys picking up. They were picking up signals. Like like whales yeah, in the ocean. I offset like, that by getting rid of all the garbage cans <laughs> in the just throw your paper well, and trash that, on, here's the, the thing, on the ground. Though, we still had studs at pitcher. We still yeah, had studs you, yeah, you at, with the bat. So like Astros could have won without cheating. So yeah, like they could have. So so if I get the Royals caught, beat their asses so bad in 2015, they said, ah, oh, we got we got to cheat. We got to win. Well, but I think that's fair. No, that yeah, that we 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 saw a problem. And we came up with the solution. Oh, did uh-huh. And our yeah. solution is what's what does that head nod mean? Saying, <laughs> what is what does that head twitch mean? Like, yeah, just because they knew fastballs it's were not called it's not called cheating, it's called Bella checking. <laughs> it's listen, called the Bella the Bella Brady rule. Listen, let me tell you something. How do we know you guys didn't have a uh what's the guy from the movie Major League, Serrano? That couldn't hit it like a uh a fastball. No, he couldn't hit the curve. Curve. Yeah, he <laughs> yeah. couldn't hit a curveball. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Joe Boo. You know, he's like, you know, <laughs> let me hit this curveball. If you know what pitch is coming, you know, you, you just beat. You, 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 I don't have to swing. Well, but I can change my, I can change my, 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 my strike zone because of the pitch. That's too but much. But you take away the cheating oh. and they're still a dominant team. They only got caught later because of a little bit of hater stuff. Somebody was like, oh, I got to blow the whistle. Listen, you know, like. How do you know what Barry Bonds can really hit without the juice? How do you know <laughs> what, how do you know what, what, what Sammy Sosa can do without the bat? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You, you don't know. I know that my team on paper it should is be better. Blacked okay, out. That, your team on paper is better. But my team had better pitching than the Yankees had in 98. Your team. It should be a blackout year. That's it. Um. Yeah, I think that's – I'm 3-0 in these. We've done three oh, valued opinions, God and I think I've won them all. You know, like – right. right. yep. Follow the show on Twitter. <laughs> we're going to ask We're gonna ask the people these questions. Yes, follow we'll the show the on Twitter. In the pocket. At in the pocket 1510. At in the pocket 1510. At us on Twitter. Talk to us on Twitter. Be nice or be mean. We're going to have a good comeback either way. And we're going to do a little teaser into next show. We're going to talk about rituals. I have a ritual. Ty has a ritual. Kyle has rituals. We all have rituals. Yeah, when we're, gonna, we're getting ready to watch our favorite sports teams play. Yes, we're going to have ritual. We'll talk about rituals before our favorite sports teams play. And we're going to have a good time. Next week, we're going to do a longer time on valued opinion. And we have a whole bunch of other things to talk about. Thank you for joining us today. Mm-hmm.